Oh. We are now recording, though. Uh, hello. My name is Archon. And I'm Rude, and, um, Berna is at a Kitsa right now, and Luce will be here shortly. So, um, I guess we can, um, God, it's been like three weeks. A lot has happened. We've had 4th of July, the week after, the week before. <laughs> yeah. So it's been probably, I think it's only been like two weeks since uh, the last show, maybe. Is it? Maybe so, maybe so. It feels like it's been three, though. Maybe it's because we had a week before the next show and then we didn't do the show. And then we had a week before the next show and we didn't do the show. And then we had a week before this show. So that technically makes it three weeks. Oh, I'm not sure. I, I remember but only, doing a show. But only then... two Saturdays were missed. Because technically this is the third Saturday. Oh. So normally we would have a week to catch up on, and now we have three weeks to catch up on, if that makes sense. Oh. I just remember us doing a show, and then saying we weren't doing Yeah. Fourth of July for a show. Yeah. And this week is after that, so I thought it was like two. Yeah. I don't know. Nothing's crazy really has happened. I mean, just everyday normal uh, shit. I don't have any good story times. Except, um, uh, my nephew thought he could catch a Charlie horse from somebody else. Wait, what? We were, we were sitting here playing cards one night and someone had got a Charlie horse, but they got it in their arm, you know, like where the muscle twists and like there's, when it's in your arm, there's really not shit you could do. If it's in your leg, at least you could stand up and put all your weight on it and it will help, you know, the muscle get to where it's going quicker but in your arm you just have to sit there and take it until it's done doing what it wants to do right so he sees that person in pain and he runs away and they're like what, what's wrong with you and he's like I don't want that <laughs> <laughs> he thought he could catch it like it was a damn SCD or something <laughs> airborne illness <laughs> that's pretty funny then I um I taught my niece and nephew how to play blackjack. Oh. One one day when I'm old and um in a nursing home, I'll need somebody to come get me out and take me to the casino <laughs> so I can have a day out. <laughs> so to teach them how to play blackjack. Oh man, there's some people. I went to the casino in the morning to uh like see what's going on. And it was a bunch of old people playing slots. And then me and my friends went back there later because they were doing a show at the casino. Mm -hmm. And uh, some old person I saw from that morning was still sitting in the same I'd, spot playing slots. I'll bet. I'll bet. I'll bet. Because um, my dad is is quite a bit old considering our age difference. He was probably, I was like his um, midlife crisis baby. So he's got a good 40 plus years on me I think if I, I don't know I can't do the math in my head right now I've been drinking but he's definitely at least 40 years older than me so um my dad is one of those old people that will sit there all day if you let him 
Especially like back when casinos had actual coins and not like digital currency that you could go cash in. Uh, when there was coins, he, uh, no, he wasn't taking home a cup full of fucking nickels. He was going to play them all back. If he didn't win big, he was going to play it all back. <laughs> oh my God. I can't, nah, I can't gamble that long. I make a, I just make enough money I'll be happy with. And then I leave. Exactly. If I lose twenty dollars, that's it. I'm done. I'm fucking done. I don't. I don't want to lose anymore. Um, good. I could spend my next twenty somewhere else. Although I did see, um, because I haven't played the card tables or roulette or any of that. It's just been slots. So like, I feel like once you lose twenty dollars in a slot machine, if you don't have at least a hundred to stick in there, you're not gonna win any of your money back. So there's no point putting any more in. Right. Well, that's why, like, um, uh, oh, roulette's not too bad. I probably should play other games. Honestly, I feel like there's a bigger chance of winning and taking home money. And there I... usually is, but I don't know. There's like some kind of whole skill to different games that you have to study and learn yeah i mean um it definitely helps to know how to play and your best odds to play like i know people who like at roulette i know there's way that you can set your uh tokens down to where you can touch four different numbers at one time and if it lands on any of those four numbers you win and then obviously you can bet like red or black odd or even things like that but uh I don't know exactly how it works and what the payback is on everything, so I, that's why I've never done it. The only game they need to add to uh, gambling is uh, Euchre. What? What is that? It's a card game in uh, Michigan. A lot of people play. Uh, I thought you were gonna say Uno, because <laughs> I've seen. Oh no! I've it's seen like memes a... that say that. No, I'll uh, I'll actually post what it is in the chat. I had a meme that I found where somebody said, "Yeah, that they couldn't wait till the casinos get Uno <laughs> in their uh on their floor." Oh, wait, what? You know what? Let me um. Let me get to the B2R2 chat because I'm in the boardroom chat. Um, anything further needs to go there. Uno in a casino? <laughs> that, that didn't make up the rules. What the heck? That's impressive. I mean, I don't know how you would bet on Uno at a casino. That's just whatever. Uh, where did this shit That's go? Euchre. Damn, I can't find the meme that I was looking for, but basically it was Gambit holding a um a draw four card. Oh. <laughs> and it says, uh, when you have to teach the kids that family means nothing when it comes soon. <laughs> uh my uh seven year old nephew, the same one that thought he could catch a Charlie horse by the air. Um 
we were playing. It just so happened he was sitting next to me. And I got I got a handful of wild cards and draw fours, draw twos. I, I only had like two regular cards. And I ran out of cards quickly and I played my regular wilds first. I was hoping that it would get reversed and it go the other way. I wouldn't have to hit him with the draw fours. But it didn't. Or he reversed it back to me. Whatever the case being, I hit him with two draw fours back to back. And he was pissed off already, right? Then he's got to go to the bathroom. He tries to run to the bathroom real quick and get back before his turn. And I had run out of cards, so I had to draw one. And it was a draw four. Oh, man. He fucking cried in the bathroom. (laughs) He came back with tears in his eyes. I felt bad, but it was so funny. Oh. All right, so uh, what is a trick taking? Oh, this is like spades. Uh, yeah, sort of. I'd say it's. It might be a little more complicated than speed, so. Okay. Twenty-four. Why would you only use twenty-four, twenty-eight, or thirty-two cards? Uh, that's just the way you play it. So you take out like all the red cards or something. Mm, no. Well. Huh. Actually, I'm not sure. My family just uh, uses the cards, and I don't think they really pay attention to, like, the things to use. They just do kind of their own sort of rules on it. Four-player trump game where players are paired to form two partnerships uh, uses a deck of 24 cards. Oh, it's it's the eight ten and nine from each of the four suits. Yeah. Interesting. I'll have to I have to look at the the rules more thoroughly one day when I can sit down and like play it out as I'm reading the rules. I did. Um. Yeah. The. It's pretty fun, though. I found, like, two new card games. I know, like, you know how there's Uno. They also have Dos. Um, and it's the rules are slightly different in that. So it took some getting used to. <clears throat> and then um, I found another card game. What was it called? Like, Low Down or something like that? Or Down Low? <clears throat> oh, I think, I think I've seen a... We got it. It's package like, for it in Walmart, but I never played it. And I also have a Disney Villains card game. I haven't opened it yet, though. But I have oh. one. So, like, it's... Is it a board game with cards, or just, like, a full card game? Uh, this was a full card game. It's, um... Wicked the Gathering, or something like that. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Sounds pretty fun. I don't know. I'll How does to... it uh, work? Honestly, I haven't opened it yet, so I don't know. Oh. I just... I know I like the villainous games, so I just took a gamble. It was on sale for like $6. There was some... Um, uh, like a Detroit Monopoly game. Yeah, I think every city has one, because we have Mobile Opoly. 
Yeah, it's it's pretty fun, but I, I was like, <clears throat> I was like, hi, I didn't expect them to make a Monopoly game about it. Yeah, yeah, that's it's uh cool whenever like you see like your hometown and and what what different locations they use for different pieces and um area like properties and stuff. Um, I have, I think I have Dragon Ball Super and I have Naruto Monopoly. And then I seen the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles that's coming out in August. I seen that in Monopoly today. I was like, damn, I already have two Monopolies at home. It makes no sense to have a third one, but I want it. Do they ever change for rules or is it always just normal Monopoly rules? Um, some of them do change and are different i know that uh like the what was the cartoon uh space jam when that one came out the the one with lebron um that one had like a little trick shot basketball thing and you had to get the shot to get five hundred dollars or some shit i don't know it's like when you pass go you take a shot if you get your shot you get the money if not you don't get your money or or i don't know it's it's weird but um, for the most, oh, and Disney Villain Monopoly is different because you're not buying properties; you're buying contracts with other villains. And uh, that's pretty interesting. And they have uh, this thing called uh, the Ring of Power or some shit, where like if you're the person who's the furthest ahead on the board you get special abilities or something like when other people land on a even number you get to do something or they have to pay you or some shit oh sounds like it could actually be a pretty fun game kind of that angle yeah yeah different i mean um as far as i know most of them have the same rules but every once in a while you find one that that's a little bit different Well, I was trying to hold off on some of the topics until uh, Luce and Bernie get here, but we can get into whatever. We didn't go. We didn't go too deep into topics. Oh no, we haven't touched the topic yet. That's what I was saying. I was trying to hold off until they get here, but it looks like they might not be here for a minute. I mean, we could discuss gambling another <laughs> fifteen minutes, and if they don't show up after fifteen, we can. Move Holy on shit! Wait, did topics. I did I tell you guys about my trip to the casino? I don't think so. A recent trip it was like a girls' day trip with with some of my work friends. So, <laughs> first of all, let me just preface this with: they wanted to go at ten a.m. And we're only 45 minutes away from a casino because, you know, Alabama is so ass backwards. Um, there's only two casinos here and it takes twice as long to get to them. Uh, but so we had to go to Mississippi to Biloxi and they wanted to leave at 10, which <laughs> would put us there, you know, at 11 at the latest. Well, then some things change and we're not going at 10 no more. Now, they, now we have to leave at nine and I got... This was the last time we we had a podcast where I got drunk, drunk. I had a hangover. <laughs> so I had to get up at t- uh, 6 a.m. to get ready with a hangover. 
and meet them and get ready to leave by nine. And I was joking before I left. And I was like, man, we're leaving at nine. We'll be at the casino by 10. We'll be broke by 10, 15. <laughs> right. And I was like, then we got to wait for lunch. So we get there and you know, everybody in their mind, they're like, hey, we're going to go. I got some cash out. If I lose $20, I'm not spending more. I'm like, cool. Everybody's on the same page so we don't do stupid things. Let's go. So we go. And, of course, we lose because, um, I mean, I don't know if anybody else would know this. But the way that the, the fucking machines work is they pay out once they've received enough money. So if you haven't been playing it all day or you haven't played it behind somebody who's been playing it all day, a machine's probably not going to pay out for you, at least not in the sense that you want it to. So um, at 9 a.m., 10 a.m., of course, nobody's played on it for it to pay out. So we get there, and sure enough, 1014 rolls around, and everybody is playing their last dollars. Except my one friend. She's already been broke for a minute. She she lost hers in the first five minutes. And, uh... <laughs> How did she lose so much so quick? Well, I figured it out for a minute. She's like, I'm so, I'm so fucking sick right now. And I'm like, why? What's wrong? She's like, I lost $40. And I'm like, how did you lose $40? We were just playing once to spend 20 She's like, but I put the second 20 in because I felt lucky. I thought I was going to get my 20 back. <laughs> God. I was like, oh, no, we don't do that. Well, then um, one friend, her uh, somebody she knew was there that was playing the tables. It was going between blackjack and roulette, and he was winning pretty good, you know, pretty decent. Not like millions of dollars, but like 800 to $900 at a time, multiple times within the hour. And uh, so... He offers to teach her how to play blackjack while we're there. So we're all just like the, the other three of us are just sitting around waiting to go <laughs> or watching her play blackjack. And then uh, she she wins a little bit, like, uh, I don't know, like $100, $150, something like that. And then uh, the guy offers to pay for all of our lunch. So he gives her some more money to cover everybody's lunch. Well, then on the way out the door, I see this big dollar machine. And I was like, hey, guys, I said, who's got a dollar on? I'm like, we should all, you know, play it as a group, like one dollar. Maybe we'll get lucky and and win a little bit more money. Well, nobody had a dollar bill, but somebody had some points built up on their, their, their fucking club card or whatever. So we started playing. And we went from one dollar and we... Kept hitting the bet one, the bet one, the bet one. And we were doing good. We got up to $14. And here goes my friend who <laughs> who stuck the 20 in to save her first 20. She says, man, I'm so tired of hitting this one button right here. She's like, let's do it big, y'all. Max bet. Lost everything at one time. I was like, now I know why you lost $40. I was like, you hit max bet, max bet, and you was broke, didn't you? She's like, pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah, they shouldn't bet anymore. Like, oh wow, that's a crazy story. I um, I thought I had the magic touch one time. I was like, I'm gonna walk through Why? here, and I was. Did, 
Did what? they ever explain why they wanted to do a max bet each time? <laughs> yeah. You gotta do it big, she said. Uh, I mean, I guess, like, I guess, you know, no risk, no reward or whatever. I don't know. I mean, she said she felt lucky, so I can't say (laughs) that I've never done some shit before because I felt like I was, I knew what I was doing, misinterpreted the feeling. I walked through a, um, a casino floor one time and I was like, I was touching every machine because my stepmom had told me one time, she's like, when the machine's been played all day or somebody's been playing it for a long time, it'll get kind of like warm or hot on the side. And she's like, you find one that's real hot on the side and it's ready to pay out. Like you could probably win off 20 bucks or less. So I go through and I'm just touching random machines and I feel one and I, and I get a little, uh, spark and it's, uh, I guess like it shocked me. And I took that as a sign instead of science. So I sat down and I played that machine and I lost $30. I was like, fuck this shit. I do not have the magic touch. (laughs) That was friction. That was not luck. That was not a sign from God. See, that's why I don't really gamble. Yeah, I don't like it. I, I also don't like drinking at casinos either because their prices are way too expensive you have to pay for drinks at a casino there yeah oh no as long as you're playing a machine here you get free drinks but the problem is is that the waitress takes so fucking long to get back to you you might be broke before she can get back to you you put your order in it might be 30 minutes before you see her again But yeah. um, as long as you're gambling, you get drinks for free here. Oh, yeah. We, not here. You have to pay for drinks. That's crazy. I mean, because you would think the more you drink, the more money you spend because you're losing your inhibitions, your your little voice that tells you that's enough. And you're more likely to give them more money. So they're making their drink money back in, in the machines or at the tables. Yeah, I'm not sure. Like, we get charged for drinks, and then they also expect you to tip. Oh, hell no. Not tip on top of paying for a drink. I mean, I tip because we get free drinks, because, I mean, it just makes sense that way. But, yeah. Yeah, so it's usually cheaper to, like, go to bars or just buy your own alcohol than uh, drinking at the casino. Yeah, yeah, I, w- I would say so in that in that regard. Usually, like, if I see a waitress coming around, I'll just stop and put, <laughs> put some money in the machine and play it for a minute and just sit there and pretend like I'm playing until she comes back. Oh, that's a good plan. I think I've only been to... Uh, I've only been to casinos like a few times where I actually played money of my own. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like gambling. I know that sounds, I mean, I know, like, I know the concept. If you don't risk anything, you don't win anything, but I just don't like, I would, I would much rather put my money to use somewhere else. 
I probably in my lifetime have lost barely maybe over a hundred dollars total but probably not much over it definitely probably wouldn't amount to 200 I could tell you I know that much yeah I don't gamble too much but it's fun once in a while but I don't know I think like casinos can be kind of overrated true a lot of the time but also they're like everywhere up here but I know like some states down south it's like uh, no casinos at all yeah um, Alabama has two or three but they're on Indian territory or well Native American land and they're quite a like uh, I think the closest one to me is in Atmore which is probably like a, over an hour away but if I just drive like 40, 40 to 45 minutes to Biloxi, there's casinos stretch from Biloxi all the way to uh, New Orleans. So it's it's like much easier to go that way and have more choices than driving one way to get one choice. Oh. So it's like only legal in Florida and Louisiana. I mean, it's it's legal in all of those places, but the the problem was is they were like you can't have a casino on land unless you're Native American for whatever reason. Oh. And the casinos used to be like the ones in Biloxi, they used to be like on a big boat. And then when Katrina came, all the fucking boats got wiped out. So they got rebuilt on land, and I guess everybody claimed their Indian heritage or Native American heritage or whatever. I think you you only need to be a certain percentage, and most people are down here. So and they were like, "Why, why fight it, and why rebuild the boats when they could just rebuild on land?" But the the ones in Alabama are actually on. Uh, Indian or native reservations so they can't oh. say anything about them like one one uh I think it's called Wind Creek they were going to expand at one point and like the government here was like no we don't want you to expand so they're like okay well then we'll just take all this extra land that we were going to build on and we'll plant marijuana since it's our land and you can't say anything about it and they're like, oh, that's fine. Expand your casino. Do you do your thing then? The one thing Alabama hates more than they hate casinos is, is marijuana. Oh. Shit is yeah. stupid. We legalized uh, a few years ago. I'm almost willing to bet if Alabama's not the last state, they'll be one of the last five. They're that strict about it? Yes. Oh, my. We, they just let up on the alcohol rules. Up until October of last year, you couldn't ship alcohol in or out the state unless you did it through the ABC board. Like, if somebody, if somebody wanted to gift you an expensive bottle of alcohol, they couldn't do it. Oh. Not, not unless they bought it and handed it to you themselves because they couldn't ship it to you. I'm guessing that's the way they stole a lot of money through the 
speak to them? Yes. <laughs> you just don't even know how much we get taxed to the ABC board. If I go, if I go to like Louisiana, or even Mississippi, even alcohol is immediately 10 to 20% or more cheaper than it is here. Yeah. There's such a high ass tax on alcohol here, it's not even funny. What the heck? So how much would like a twelve pack of beer cost in Alabama? Well, beer doesn't is not really the same as that as liquor. Okay. So, so the, how the... much would like a bottle of rum in Alabama cost compared to another state? Words cheaper. Okay, so like, f- for instance, Malibu rum. Um, here, I'm gonna pay twenty to thirty dollars for it in Alabama. If I cross the state line in Mississippi, I can immediately get it for fifteen, sixteen. If I go further, I can get it for closer to ten, like somewhere in the ten to thirteen range. That's way cheaper. Yeah. It's crazy. What the heck? Now, some things are okay. Some things, uh, like, when I can occasionally find the bottle of creek water, it's $25.99. That's pretty much where the price of it, almost anywhere. Unless you get it from another liquor store that's not an ABC store here, and then they have to upcharge it. So it's like $40. (laughs) That's insane. Uh, uh, the uh, the first store I found it at was a different store. It wasn't an ABC store. And I was like, $39.99 for the fuck? I know how much this is. Why are you charging so much? They're like, well, I had to pay $29.24 or whatever, $25.99. So I have to upcharge you so I can make some money. I was like, oh, fuck, fuck that. That's fucked up. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if liquor is cheaper in states near me than. I have no idea. Do you have like a state control board? Oh. Or does like know. almost all stores have similar prices? I know some places you can go to a, oh. a, li- a, a grocery store and buy liquor. You can't do that here. You can buy wine, you can buy beer, but you can't buy liquor. Well, I'm not sure if we have a board, but, like, you can get liquor and beer from corner stores or supermarkets or, like, actual liquor stores, and the price will, like, change depending on, like, uh, the brand, I guess, and stuff like that. I know in Louisiana, you can buy liquor at the grocery store, and that amazes me because we're not allowed to have it in the stores. I think the most oh, yeah. alcohol it can have in it is a 30%, which would make it 15 proof. Oh, we got, yeah, because we got vodka and uh, Crown Royal and all of that in grocery stores here. Like or, Walmart no, did I get that wrong? I got that wrong. All I know is like the 30 proof might be it. 15% alcohol might, yeah, I think I had that backwards. Because it's like, oh. whatever the percentage is, the proof is double that number. 
So it's like 15% alcohol by volume and 30 proof is the highest you can go to be sold in a supermarket. Otherwise, you have to have, like, say, for instance, if Walmart wanted to sell liquor, they would have to have a separate building with a separate liquor license to sell it. It can be on the same property, but it has to be the same building, so you would have to come out of the main doors to go into the liquor store part. It's right. it's so corny. But, uh, yeah. So not many stores do that. Most of them no. just... you. We have the ABC store, which is the state-controlled store. And then you okay. have the, like your little mom-and-pop liquor stores everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, I guess, like, up here it's just common to find it anywhere then. Because, yeah, I don't think I'd ever have to worry about finding, like, liquor in specific stores or anything. Do you have rules on Sundays about liquor? No, you can buy liquor and stuff. Like, some some towns will, like, close stores down on Sundays, depending on how small and religious they are, but otherwise, like, uh, the cities and stuff, like, stores are open 24-7, even on Sundays. That's crazy, because here... Um, on Sunday, nobody's allowed to sell alcohol before 12 p.m. Oh, really? Yeah, um, that goes for any kind of restaurant, any kind of, uh, like a bar and grill place, liquor stores, um, just a regular store. Like, if you wanted to go buy a six-pack or a 12-pack at 10 a.m., you can't. You have to get your, you have to get your beer on Saturday. And then uh, the the state-controlled store where you save money at, they close at 7 p.m. every night. So if you can't get there before 7, you're paying an extra 20 to 40%. See, if that if that was the case, I would go to my, like, uh, a nearby Slavic store or something. Because they usually sell church wine. That's, like, super, super strong wine. And then... You could just drink that on Sunday to make up. <laughs> it's church wine on Sunday. Okay. Uh, but no, I usually just go get whatever I'm going to get between Friday and Saturday. and It is. But I, I think it is weird that Alabama has these weird laws. And people think they come here and they're like, what the fuck? I've never heard of this shit before. Oh. Yeah. I don't think I would be able to get used to that, like, places are closing down every Sunday. Yep. Oh, man. Which kind of brings us into the first topic. <laughs> well, we held out as long as we could. Um, let's, I guess we'll get the news part of it out of the way. Uh, let me get back to where I was. So, I don't know if you've seen, like, the little images I posted from the set of Deadpool 3. But you can see that they have a comic book accurate uh, Wolverine costume for Hugh Jackman. The only change is that it has full sleeves. And I think they said that is to prevent uh, skin cancer 
or whatever. And uh, but there's also news that Jennifer Garner and Ben Affleck are returning as Elektra and Daredevil, and that Channing Tatum will show up as Gambit. And I, I'm hoping it's for the joke at the end, like he did with the first Deadpool, where he kind of like. Uh, kills himself in Origins. <laughs> yeah, he, he killed the the Origins version of Deadpool. You know, the one where they stitched his mouth together. Oh, that one. Yeah, and then he kills himself as Green Lantern and and all of that shit. And so I'm hoping it's for that kind of joke because I can't see this being an official. Daredevil slash uh, Elektra as MCU like adjacent because there's also gonna be appearances by uh, Magneto and Xavier and Storm all from the first trilogy of movies huh and it says and more so is it all the original actors from, uh, um, from from what they said, they're all returning. Um, I don't know how many. I know specifically those three, and obviously Hugh Jackman. I don't know if any more are coming back. And then obviously the cast of the the, the two Deadpool movies. So you'll have those X Men like Colossus and Negasonic and her girlfriend and um, anybody he's met along the way in his movies then um, I don't know to what extent they're bringing characters from past Marvel movies or Marvel movies that never got made like Gambit. Um, So we'll see on that. And then I know that DC just casted a new Superman. They casted Nathan Fillion to be Guy Gardner Green Lantern in the Superman movie. Uh, Superman Legacy so um, but the guy that they got to play Superman I don't have his name right on hand but he looks a lot it's like Henry a... Cavill oh it's not Henry Cavill anymore no unfortunately like <laughs> it kind of doesn't make sense and I know I've been over it before but like uh I don't I really don't know like why get rid of the good actors that you had that were not problematic to keep the most problematic actor you've had and the one who gave you the absolute worst opening numbers for a movie period I think the Flash's attendance was so bad as far as ticket sales they were selling the tickets two for one it was bad. Oh man! Oh, let me. Um, you know what? Let me go and well, see the Flash. He's doing, uh, the Witcher now, though. Isn't Fox. He? Um, no, the the his part of the Witcher is done. Henry Cavill's. Oh. He's he's passed that along to um, Liam Hemsworth. Oh. So. The Flash is only made, and when I say only made, 
I mean that they spent a lot more money making it. Is uh, 106 million domestic and 156 million international. So all together, 263. I don't know what their budget was. Where's their budget? I think it was over a billion dollars. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me. That is a huge flop. If it was. Yeah, big. they're they're not making their their money back on that. It's one. bad. I think uh, it's expected that Blue Beetle's probably going to not necessarily make as much money, but definitely make more money than they put into it. I would hope so. I, that's kind of like smaller the, the reset. Yeah, smaller, but it's like a reset. Mm -hmm. Um, The Flash 2023 budget. Uh, the... They they spent two hundred and six million on it, so I mean they got their money back okay. altogether. But um, they usually want to make their money back domestically and not yeah worldwide. Not so, total. Yeah. Yeah. So that technically they haven't made their money because it, they didn't make it domestic. Mm -mm. And I mean it's been out for what like three weeks. Actually, it's been out for well, a more month. More than that, right? A month. It was. It was like a yeah. It was June sixth, fourteenth, thirteenth. Yeah, it was somewhere in there. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even see. I That's didn't see it in theaters. Money. I, I watched the um, like the cam version on uh, the site. Honestly, that's. <laughs> it was yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We haven't got to talk about it since you've seen it. Then, me right. and Arkin talked about it because we had both seen it. Right. Uh, so what? What did you think? Well, I, I didn't want to. I didn't so, want to bias your opinion. So my my biggest thing with it, like, so the Flash is all. I've I've always liked the Flash, so it it holds a bit of, uh, you know, I hold it close, but um. And obviously, I love like Michael Keaton's Batman and, and stuff like that. I think there were good things about it, but there wasn't enough good. I didn't like how they handled the speed force and time travel. I got the idea. Like, I liked the idea of how they did it, but visually, it wasn't appealing to me. But I did like how, like, when they pop, like, he would pop his head out of, and I don't know why they kept calling it a chronosphere instead of, like, this being in the speed force, but... Yeah, um, the Chrono Bowl or some shit. Yeah, I liked though, like when he popped his head out, like it made sense. It draw, it drew the connection to Batman vs Superman when you first saw him come through and talk to Bruce. Yeah, like, what was happening? How that happened? Like what? Why visually was it like that? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So I liked that. Um. I thought that what was weird to me was that, and I don't understand why, but they would have scenes where the vfx were like amazing and then they would have scenes where it just looks like trash yes and i'm like i don't i don't understand how you can have both okay. in like i it's my, either one or the other right my <laughs> theory is that it was intentionally bad for a reason well i know it was but I, it didn't do what it should have i don't think um, i know there was I people mean, it that come, seen it, it early and said that it was amazing because they thought it was unfinished they thought it was going to be cleaned up after, and then they seen it again, and they're like, fuck, this is exactly the same. Mm. <laughs> I thought mm. I'd seen an unpolished diamond, and it's just a polished turd. Mm -hmm. I think that there were, 
they should have gone. I think there's definitely good. Par- I think there's good parts of the movie. Um, I don't mind it overall. I I do kind of wish that they. I mean, and it's, you know, you run the risk any any way you do something. But I wish they would have kind of gone with more of the traditional like Flashpoint storyline. Y- yes. Which means uh, original one. It it was kind of the same idea, but like it was so when he went back and did what he did essentially kind of this time except differently like the way that he saved his mother was was different but that's what he did um he created a new timeline right and it was a timeline where he didn't have powers anymore um so he did have to there was that whole thing where he had to like try to shock him like electrocute himself to get the you know um his powers back but bruce wayne wasn't batman it was his father thomas wayne bruce wayne had died um thomas wayne was batman uh and he was like a very dark version of the character um the like atlanteans were going against the um themiscurians like the amazons uh and like all kinds of stuff like that and the main villain was reverse flash not um basically i don't think you ever watched the flash tv show with grant gustin but basically what Ezra Miller, the main bat of the movie was like Salvatore from the TV show, basically. A, a variant of, like a time variant of Barry Allen that went evil-ish. Yep. And instead of Supergirl, they found Superman. Yeah, which I, I, I don't mind them doing that. Like, they, with everything that happened with Henry Cavill and stuff, like, I don't know that he would have done the whole movie anyways. He was supposed to be in it a lot more, but I don't mind them doing Supergirl. I thought she did a good job. Like, yeah. if that was the only tweak, like, it wouldn't have bothered me, but, um, I don't know. I, I it just didn't, it was, I liked it. The whole... It wasn't what I thought it was going to be. I mean, it was, I mean, I knew that that was the storyline, but I thought it was going to be a whole lot. I had higher hopes. Yeah. Yes, because everyone was talking so good about it. The whole point of running the whole movie with with his variant version of himself. I don't know, man. I just wasn't feeling it. Mm. And then... The whole reason they had to do that was so that they could set him up to be the person who's fucking everything up. And it's like... Yeah. You didn't have to do that. And then like, he still I, fucked things up at the end. Like, he, you would think he comes to this big conclusion, like, damn, I really fucked shit up. So he goes to fix it and still fucks stuff up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, at least you can That's... look at it like this. If anyone ever thought that, I, I mean, I guess you could still keep Ezra Miller or his Flash if, if James Gunn really wanted to, but the way that the movie ends, that's not the Batman we're going to get. So the universe or timeline that he went back to is not the one that's going to be the dcu so it's not even like a soft reboot for the dcu it's just like hey this is the end of the snyderverse era and the reality that they went back to is george clooney's batman (laughs) it's a terrible reality we'll never never see that yeah we'll never see that again they went back to bat nipples yeah we went back to that yeah so but that means uh, doesn't that mean that that doesn't that mean that Arnold Schwarzenegger is the is Mr. Freeze? Mr. Freeze, <laughs> the only thing good about this universe is Uma Thurman as Poison Ivy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
why didn't they use uh what's his name from Batman Beyond and uh Honestly I'm glad that they didn't touch anything else that didn't need to be yeah. touched because at least now it's a clean slate if they want it mm -hmm. to be. And that's what we, me and Arkin was just talking about how they have just announced, you know, they casted a new Superman and Lois. And then I'm really hoping, I'm really hoping because James Gunn keeps hinting at the Batman that he chooses is going to be one that we're, we've seen before. Like we're f a familiar face, I guess. Uh, Maybe I'm taking it the wrong way, but I, I'm hoping it's Jensen and Ech uh, yes, Echols. Yes, that, that, that's, I heard that he's at the top of the list for the next that Batman. That That'd be so dope. He's got the voice for it too. He, and he does. Even have to, he and even he's have already to, like, voiced like... Batman before. And um, exactly. And yeah. uh, the uh, fuck, what is it? Red Hood. Yep. yep. <clears throat> but yeah. uh, Jensen Eccles, he he was in Supernatural. He was he was one of the guys in Supernatural, Dean, and then he's also uh, Soldier Boy in The Boys. Oh, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. I thought. Uh... Christian Bale or Robert Pattinson would have been a... So he is a variant of... I don't think, yeah, I don't think that uh, Robert Pattinson is going to be... I, I don't... Unless he decides to do something completely different, but Matt Reeves, as far as the movies that he's in, Matt Reeves does not want his universe to be filled with aliens and shit like that. Like, he wants it to be oh. different. So, unless they come to some sort of... But as far as... I'm, I understand in the way that they're laying out these movies, the Batman and that whole universe is an Elseworlds story. Yeah. To compared to the DCU. Oh. Uh it, there were people saying there were universes. people saying that Christian yeah. Well it's it's not even I mean I guess it's different universes. They introduced the idea of the multiverse. Um but uh it's an Elseworlds story. There's gonna be tons of them. Uh the Joker with Walking Phoenix, that's an Elseworlds story. It has no continuity uh, with the what the DCU will be doing moving forward. But they're continue to make those movies, right? Yeah. Um, but there was some people saying they thought maybe Christian Bale will come back, but I, I don't. I don't think Christian Bale wants to sign on to like an integrated like. Oh, I, I mean, don't think know. he would. Uh, well, I mean, if he did, did it, did it but, maybe a cameo, but I don't think he would sign on to. For multiple movies that are intertwined. Yeah, especially like, well, when they're building it from the ground up. Well, especially the way that he does movies, too. He can't really do anything else because... Yeah, he's a method. He's no method yeah. that he'd have to get in shape for Batman. And then if he wants to do another movie, he's going to have to lose weight or gain weight. And it, it's too much on his body. Yeah, this is true. You know. So, I, I don't think that he would sign on to do that because... It's not like it, he would just be doing only Batman movies in this sense, where it's like, okay, like three, four years will go by between movie, like th even filming sometimes, right? He'd have to do, he'd have to show up in a Superman movie. He'd have to show up in, uh, you know, whatever, like side movie and then a Justice League movie and then this movie. And the, you know what I mean? Like he'd always have to be on to be Batman. Yeah. And the way that they're doing stuff too, they're, they're trying to do like, you know, they're doing the the same thing as Marvel, kind of like how they have the HBO or the Max shows. Like Peacemaker is going to have a season two that's going to be tied in to the DCU, so they're going to have the TV shows too. Yeah. So it's it's a lot of work for someone to to sign on to do that. I don't think Christian Bale would do it. He he's got too 
vast uh you know um just range of things that he would want to do i don't think he'd want to be slotted into just being batman for the rest of 10 years yeah um did you see that uh the casted nathan fillion to be the new green lantern guy gardner green lantern yeah yeah i did that's for uh the superman legacy but it uh, mm-hmm. i'm assuming that would probably carry over to the the lantern core tv show yeah i'm assuming um i thought that the lantern corn tv show corn core tv show was going to focus on uh John Stewart and uh, what's his name, Hal Jordan, mainly, but I'm sure that I mean, obviously, I'm sure he would show, there. yeah, show up through there at some point, yeah. yeah. And then, um, what else was there as far as news goes? Uh, oh, uh, we had I, already went you over, guys... oh, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say, we had glossed over the Deadpool 3 news, okay. but did you have okay. something to add to it? Mm. I don't know what you guys said, but I just I just know that um, we saw some of the uh, some footage of them kind of filming um, the suit. Obviously, I heard that the reason that he doesn't have the and and it may change depending throughout the movie. But on the outdoor scenes, anyways, the reason why uh, Wolverine has the you know, Hugh Jackman has the long sleeves rather than the the, um, sleeveless, like the comic book accurate, because everything else is basically comic book accurate or close to it yeah um but i guess it's because he had that recent like skin cancer scare yep and so they're trying to cover as most of his body much as much of his body as possible um but aside from that i, I didn't have too much i'm sure you already went over the whole like everybody who's supposed to be in it and i think it's a mixture of a swan song for some of these characters but i think that the ben affleck and uh jennifer gardner will be more of a joke rather than I, you know I, I mean? hope those two and Channing Tatum are all a joke honestly I I think I think that's just paying off certain things and probably Deadpool will just kill them quickly yeah um, like breaking the fourth wall like we know that you know that these people are were supposed to be in a shared universe but guess what they're not mm-hmm. right so um yeah, and I guess you know, uh, obviously, that he's they do something so bad that they get, you know, they fuck up so bad that they get caught by the TVA, and then at some point they get pruned because that's where they're that's where that fight scene is happening is in the void that was at the uh, end of Loki. Right. Yeah. So in the Fox logo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> True. So, yeah, mm. uh, that'll be interesting to see what all they do. Now, you know, filming is halted on that right now because of yeah, the, the, the SAG act, after. The actors, yeah, the actors are striking. And even during that filming, what sucks for – it sucks and it doesn't because luckily for Ryan Reynolds, like, during the filming because of the writer strike, he couldn't ad-lib, which is, like, his thing, right? Yeah. But – but luckily, he's wearing the mask most of the time, so you can go back and voice over ad libs once the the strike ends. Like that's that's the saving grace to this because if you had to stick to script and he couldn't ad lib, and it was like filmed, like that's ninety percent of like what makes it funny is he gets he does all these random takes and then they use the best shit. 
Yeah, and, and also too with Deadpool being able to break the fourth wall, I can't imagine mm-hmm. that they would just pause the scene. Yeah. And then have, have Ryan come in and say like, "This is the part where I was supposed to say blah 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 blah," mm-hmm. but I couldn't because the writers were on strike. I bet I guarantee you they they probably will do that at, for one, just yeah. to, just as a joke. I bet you they'll do it. Yeah. But <clears throat> yeah, maybe they even start the movie off with wait. Are they are they done? Can we can we do this? <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me. Like I'm I'm definitely yeah expecting something of that nature. And mm. um, with all like the, all the casting and stuff, uh, brings me to the one question in entertainment for this week that you know have multiple answers. Which TV character that arrived after the first season? made the show infinitely better like you can't imagine the show without this person I now have, uh Toph from avatar the Last you know Avengers. i didn't think about fucking cartoons and stuff like that or, uh-huh. or anime that's that's good arkin yeah you got me on that one i was thinking of regular tv shows <laughs> you just got one oh um Yes, Rock Lee from Naruto. Rock Lee was introduced in season one, which you mean? <laughs> now, if you said, uh, 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 shit, was, I don't, was, uh, I guess the Akatsuki. I mean, they were kind of sort of introduced, but like you didn't, you get, didn't get a lot of character interaction with them. In the first season, so I would I would probably count them as far as Naruto goes. Okay. Tsunade came a way long way. I don't know how many episodes accounts for a season in Naruto, but which one was Tsunade? I mean, I don't know. She was like somewhere in the high, I want to say high fifties episodes, so or more. I. I it all goes together with me now. I couldn't tell you what number. But but yeah, that Toph was a good one. I didn't think about checking anime and stuff like that for characters. Oh. Oh, there's another show. What's that? Uh Oh fuck. Okay, I forgot it. Okay. I'll I'll do my one. You could think about it. So I got uh, from The Big Bang Theory, Amy Farrah Fowler. She showed up in season three, I think it was. Um, From Breaking Bad, Gus Fring, who showed up at the end of season two. Did my big three, which is um, in The Vampire Diaries, the original, showed up in season two. In Supernatural, I got Castiel and Crowley showing up in season four and five. And then my number one pick is Smallville, and that's uh, Erica Durance as Lois Lane, who showed up at season four. Who who showed up in season two of Game of Thrones? <laughs> I don't remember, man. It just all goes together. Um, 
Man, the only ones I know of in, in season two that weren't in season one is maybe the people of Karth. Oh, it doesn't really count. Uh, shit. Uh, hmm. yeah, I, I mean, like, later in the seasons, I mean, shit, she was... At least season two or three was Brienne of Tarth. She was a good character they added. Oh, oh I guess... And Tormund Giants Bane. Hmm. I'm trying to think about. Show. It's but hard the, because, uh, like, when I started thinking about, it, I'm like, damn, like all my favorite characters were in season one, and a lot of them, at least. Yeah. I, I know there's a lot of them for The Walking Dead. I mean, like, you could probably pick a top five just off of them. Walking Dead alone. Oh, Got probably uh, the lemon guy from Adventure Time. <laughs> Never seen that show. Oh, uh, another show would be probably someone from re regular show, but I can't remember which person. Uh, a fourth show would be uh probably the walking dead with the governor or uh negan and then for the fifth show i would go with uh uh probably uh mandalorian with uh Luke Skywalker in season two. He made the show infinitely better for the ten seconds he was on screen. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Oh man, but um so Lou said <laughs> um Negan, that's definitely a good choice right there. Um Mila Kunis as Meg for Family Guy. Um wasn't she there since season one? Though? I don't know if it was season one or season two, but there was another person who voice acted for as Meg, and then they uh, they replaced her with Mila. So Meg was there from the beginning, same character, but different voice actor, and she was way better. Gotcha. Mm. Mila Kunis I mean, is uh, Ukrainian, isn't she? I th yeah, I think so. Okay. I say it counts. I want to say that she is, yes. And she's like, yeah, Please. she like she's like fluent in it in the language, too. Man, like, and Walk and Walking Dead, you can you could put um Michonne, yeah. you, you can put yeah, Maggie. You Michonne. Yeah. Would you uh, I mean, yeah, you could put Michonne, Maggie, you could put uh uh I mean, even, like, I don't know if he made it better or not, but, like, Eugene. Eugene, Rosita, uh, all, like, all Rosita. of that crew, yeah. Yeah, the, the, um, what's his name? From the kingdom, the king? Yeah, Ezekiel. Ezekiel, uh, even, um, I, I mean, you could argue this one. I don't know that he made it better, but I liked him at first, uh, Jesus. Yeah. 
Yeah, there's there's a lot. Like I said, you could you could make a top five off Walking Dead alone, really. Yeah, I mean, there's how many people from the original from the first season are still there? Daryl uh, and uh, he's not there, but he's technically still alive. Morgan. Morgan, I mean, uh, let's see, Morgan, Rick. Rick. Carol, Rick is you know, Rick is still alive. I guess he just wasn't on the show anymore. Yeah, Daryl and Carol. Did Carl die or is Carl yeah, alive? Carl's dead. Carl. Coral. 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 Mm. Um. First, I think about those memes, and then I think about the llamas with hats. Oh, <laughs> uh, you're not I supposed think, to murder people. I think that's it. Morgan, Morgan, Rick, Daryl, and Carol are. Yeah. think so and then after that it would be maggie yeah she was season two right because they that was season two right yeah yeah when they went to the farm that's when shane that's when shane died yeah then it would be maggie and then michonne because they found michonne at the end of season two beginning of season three yeah yeah yeah, I didn't know. I think Michonne, when she first showed up and you saw her at the end of season two, you didn't know that she was a girl yet. I mean, unless you read, you the, read comics. the comics, yeah. But yeah, I had a hard time like trying to figure out like because like a lot of the characters I liked were already there, and yeah. I was like, shit, it's hard finding <laughs> some that weren't already established in the first season uh-huh. that made the show better. Hmm. But, um, yeah, so that was a fun little game, trying to figure that out. Um, for music news, we got, uh, J. Cole said he could take Wayne in a versus. I don't, uh, I don't know about, about that. that. I think, I'm not even a huge Wayne fan, to be honest, but I'm, I, just, I don't Yeah, know I think that. his ca- catalog is a lot bigger than J. Cole's. Yeah. Uh, although I think I would prefer J. Cole most occasions, so. Mhm, mhm. But like, there's songs that Wayne has that when they come on, people are gonna lose their shit. I think more than some of J. Cole's songs. This is true. He just needs yeah. to use like a, a couple like a Millie of and... the. Yeah, I was gonna say Drake. Wayne just remixed a Millie for the S. I heard that. I heard that was pretty dope. And yeah, people lost their shit, even though it's people it's quite old. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and a scene where Drake was throwing some shade at Childish Gambino a little bit, mm-hmm. saying "This Is America" was the most over awarded song. Well, I don't but... I don't know if that's gonna lead to any beef or disses or whatever. It depends on how he that? wants to handle it. What'd you say, Arkin? Why is he uh, doing that? Maybe he feels that way. Uh, I mean, if that's how you feel. People have opinions and sometimes they say them. And then, I don't know if you guys had time to think about it, because I surely didn't, but maybe maybe we'll leave this open-ended for, like, the next episode. But the most iconic opening lines in rap ever. Like when you hear that line, you know what song it is, and it gets you hyped. Uh, the uh, "Life's a Bitch" song by uh, Nas. 
So what's the opening line? Hold on. I don't remember. <laughs> if you gotta look it up, it's not iconic. <laughs> I would say I would say so here's here's one, obviously. Um Tupac's uh hit him up. First off, you just that's all you need. Yeah, that's all you need. <laughs> See that's yeah, that's song. the difference. Like it has to be iconic. You have to yeah, know what it is from the first with, line. Oh, Probably yeah. uh, um in the valley, the shadow of death song. Okay. That's that's more that's I would more say like even it. uh Snoop Dogg um the uh with so much drama, drama in, in the, the LBC. LBC. Yep. Yeah. Or See. even uh what is it, nothing but a G thing that one, two, three into the four. Yep. Yeah, so those are um, the I the the more iconic things that we're looking for. I did not. Mm. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't what prepare is it, what for is this. What is the Wu Tang? What is the Wu Tang one? The um, Triumph. You know what? If I didn't want to say it right now, I would know it. I and know. Now, now that like, I want to say I it, promise, it's... Honestly, I can't remember the exact lyrics, but I know like as soon as it comes on, like you're like, oh, and people are like, everybody knows it. I would say that's one. Socrates, philosophies, yeah. and hypotheses. I'm trying to see what the top 100 say, is. I would say this is probably not one that makes it, but for me, um, that Tech Nine song, the Caribou Lou, where he's like, it goes 151. Um, I don't know if that's the first line, though. I think that's the chorus. Oh, oh no, the first know. line is half a bottle of 151 off in a jug. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I don't know I don't if that would make I've, the cut, though. I don't think I've heard that song, so I, I think can't that's like his. Say. I think that's like his biggest song that has the most plays. Oh, or it was for a while. You count "Ludicrous" with area codes as one. <laughs> Wait, what? I don't know. As a Maybe as an opening like the... line, what's the opening line? Hold on. No, you thought I was just 770 and 404 and worldwide. So that's an iconic line? I don't know. I feel like that would be more of an iconic song in a certain category. Oh, we're thinking of the line specifically? Yeah, it has to be the opening line line of the song. So when you hear that line, you know what song you're about to hear. Like, you don't even have to hear a beat. I know, that's why I kept saying, like, what's the opening line? I don't, <laughs> I don't know what she's bringing up here. I'm looking at some of these ones that made the top 100 from Complex, and I'm just like, bro, what, what is this shit? Mm. I just wow. can't remember. I'm not, like, I don't listen to a lot of Jay-Z, so I don't know, like, how all of his songs start. But I would think, like, Big Pimpin' probably has a line. Oh, that was, okay, that was 51 to 100. No wonder I wasn't. Okay, so this is 50 to 1. 50 to 1. <clears throat> I'm just going to scroll down oh, to the bottom. The, the top 10. There's a website that... Well, Complex also compiled a list. I'm not going to go through all 100. I'm just trying to get to the top 10. But I was scrolling through the wrong list. I was on 51 to 100, and I was trying to get to the top 10. Oh wow! Ooh, What's what about, with... uh, Warren G and Nate Dogg, the regulators? It was a clear black night. Guess what? Um, Snoop Dogg, Gin and Juice 
the the with so much drama in the LBC line. Yeah. Uh, it was only number twenty four here. Oh wow. Oh, that's it crazy. Was, it was all a dream. Was number one. Oh yeah. That's a good. That's a good one by Biggie. Yeah, it was all a dream. You said that's number one. Yeah. How the fuck did you get? How did you get to number one first? (laughs) Hold on, hold on, hold on. (laughs) Wait a minute. Broken glass. I do enjoy the. uh, I do enjoy the Akinelli version. Melly Mel. Yeah. Melly Mel is too. I don't. Oh, three. Is I don't agree with that. Police by Cube. Mm. I mean, I feel like that's. I feel like that's accurate. I feel like it's very. Uh, and then uh, hit 'em up is four. Yeah. Four. Okay. Yeah. Five is six in the morning. Police. Out oh, Ice T. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Eminem is. I bet the BC boys are on six. there probably. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie though. I mean, like everybody, when you hear palms are sweaty, you know what's coming next. <laughs> See, I thought I thought about that too. I was thinking "Lose Yourself," but I'm like, I'm not gonna say it. Yeah, it's number six here. Mm. Number seven is Q-Tip. Back yeah. in the day when I was a teenage, oh, I know that song. Yeah. Yeah. Number then, eight is Rakim. Yeah, thinking of a master plan. Mm. Mm-hmm. Cause ain't nothing but sweat inside my hand. Uh, then. Oh, oh, cool tray for nine. Yeah, I, I could see that. It's up there. Yeah, don't call it a comeback. That's that was, iconic. Oh, yeah. That was his response to cannabis, right? And then number 10 is uh, Raw Bass. I want to rock right now. I'm Raw Bass and I came to get down. Who, who the fuck is Raw Bass? You know the li- You don't know the second bar, but you know the first one. I want to rock right now. Everybody knows that I one. I want to rock right now. I don't think so. What about that... Uh... What what song was that? Was that was that like Bismarck here or something? Where he's like, "Let me clear my throat." Oh, the the opening line from Triumph was number twelve. Nothing but a G thing made it to thirteen. Okay. Wait. I, there's got to be there's got to be that Puffy song. I think it was Victory, um, which is like I always took it as like his try to his version of trying to do Triumph oh. or something, but. The one where it's like, you know, the sun. They say the sun don't shine forever. Oh but yeah, that's gotta be up there. We might as well shine forever. Better now than never. Business before pleasure. Number fourteen is Slick Rick. Lottie mm. Dottie. Lottie Dottie. Yeah. Uh, Lil Kim made the list to number seventeen. <laughs> I don't. I don't what? think what that is an iconic opening. I'm gonna be honest. I don't think it's Which iconic. What is it? I used to be scared of the dick. Yeah. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> it's from uh, Big Mama Thing. Oh, okay. 18. 18 should have been a lot higher. It was There's a war going on outside. No man is safe from. But Prodigy. Uh, Puff mm. Daddy does have a line here in the top 20. It's for um, all about the Benjamins, though. Now, really? what you want to do? Want to be ballers, shot callers, brawlers? I could, I could see that. You know why? No, I don't know. That oh. that was. I, I will say that that was a big song at the time. I never really liked it. Jade Z's cool. not even it. on the list till twenty for a uh, public service announcement. Allow me oh, to in- reintroduce too. myself. Oh, that's the one I was thinking of. 
uh, straight out of Compton, twenty one. What is that? That's the same album. I don't even know. That's, that's not the a same black song, album. That's a yeah, but that's the same album where he has the line uh, that I think it starts off where he goes, "Who you know better than Hove? Riddle me that." That's a good opening line. It's on that album. No, 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 it's not. Are you sure? Hold on. I think it is. I think it's on the black album. Now, now I gotta look. Who you know better than whole riddle be that the rest of y'all know oh, where I'm live be at encore. me and me back I'm like Angel yeah it, encore encore yeah now you need an encore do you want that's the last song right yeah I think so no so. is it do you want more so. cooking raw with the Brooklyn floor no that's not the last song it might be a bonus track no the last song is that remember. one where he's talking about Tata, this and that and we were doing this and going to the studio he's all talking and shit that whole album was fire though i love that album me too yeah nice. funny enough that's what really that's what really made me become a fan of jay-z like all the other stuff before that like blueprint and everything i was like yeah, it's cool reasonable doubt yeah it's cool but like the black album for some reason like hit me different and then i went back and re-listened to a lot of stuff oh, yeah encore is the last song on that album oh is it okay yep it makes sense that it would be with the title but i didn't think it was yeah there's a bonus song then too i think maybe it's a secret is... song that comes after encore or 22 no. is not wait it streets disciple my raps are trifle i shoot my slugs for my brain just like a rifle Oh yeah, I guess I don't think I've heard that song though. Let's see. We I feel got... like Pac could have a number. I feel like Pac could have a number of them on there. Like Dear Mama, like When I Was Young, Me and My Mama Had Beef. Like that could be iconic. Man, Hail Mary's um, on here. I ain't a killer, but don't push me. Yeah. That was uh twenty six. That's a good oh. one. Uh, you God chess you boxing, twenty seven. Then Slick Rick again at 28 with the um, Once Upon a Time Not Long Ago uh, when people wore pajamas and lived life slow. Yeah. And 29 is Cool J again. The LL Cool J is hard as hell battle anybody. I don't care who you tell. Yeah. And then uh, Biggie at 30, who the fuck is this? Patreon me at 5.46 in the morning. Uh, crack of dawn while I'm yawning. Yeah. That's off, uh, that's off Ready to Die too, right? With a, uh, not too, like, a second Ready to Die, but, like, also. I think, I think it's off Ready to Die, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Ten Crack Command was Ten Crack Commandments on Ready to Die. Or was that on uh, Life After Death? I think that was Life After Death. I think so. Eminem made the list again at thirty-six. I gave Biggie three so far. Hi kids. Thirty-one. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> the that hi kids. Do you like violence? Like violence. Uh, Dr. Dre made the list at thirty-seven for The Watcher. Things mm. just ain't the same for gangsters. 
there's another biggie at 38. Uh, he's, he's like from Suicidal times. Thoughts. When I die, fuck it, I want to go to hell. Go to hell. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Tupac again. I, I want to go uh, to number forty. Some say God uh, bless the, the dead. The, the berry, the the oh yeah, keep your head up. Yeah. yeah. You know what I love? You know what line is uh, from Pac that I like, and it probably won't make this because it was on the Tupac and the Outlaws, the Still I Rise. But he had this line where he starts off. He goes, "Somebody wake me! I'm dreaming. Started as a seed from semen, swimming upstream, planted in the womb by screaming." Like that whole verse was fire to me, but I, it's it's not as uh, notable of a an album. It came out after he died and everything too. So. Yeah. Let's see, uh, Method Man number forty-four. I came to bring the pain. Mm. I'm surprised. I came to bring the pain. I think they could have got rid of. Renegade, Jay Z, Renegade at forty-six. Hmm. I think I think at uh, forty three with Pun they could have done a, another Pac song or something. What they do? Which Pun song did they do? I'm still a player, or I'm not a player. Still a player. Yeah. Yeah. Or still player. not a player. Uh, I don't know. The top fifty is kind of whack. Like only half of it's all right. I wouldn't yeah. call the other half iconic. Flocka, flocka. But see, I yeah, think, that's I what I said. I think I think what they're doing too is like. Obviously, there's multiple people that they put on there, but, like, you can't just, like, monopolize it because then it's, even if it's true, like, you have to kind of spread it around because you could do Pac and Biggie and Wu-Tang and, and all yes. these people, like, over and over and over again because they have so many great opening lines, but I would think that there would be some, like, outcast on there. Yeah, uh, I mean, there was some outcast, but it wasn't, like... I think it was only one or two songs. Yeah, it was, like, one or two yeah. Luda should be on there. Uh, I'm starting at 51 now. I'm working my way back up. Uh, we got Kanye at 51 from Can't Tell Me Nothing. I had a dream I could buy my way to heaven. When I woke up, I spent that on a necklace. That's okay. I think there's better opening lines from Kanye. but Yeah. Uh, 52 is Method Man from Enter the Wu-Tang. Hey, you get off my cloud. Uh, we got Tupac at 53. I see death around the corner. Gotta stay high mm. while I survive. That's a good one. Uh, Ghostface. Ghostface. Okay, yeah, you got that. Last word. I'm surprised I'm they didn't have like two short uh, Freaky Tales on there. Jay-Z again at 61. Nas again at 62. It ain't hard to tell. Drake at 63. First time he's on the list. And it's not even... It's not even his iconic line. Which... Oh, it's the, I might be strung out on compliments. I might be too strung out on compliments, overdosed on confidence. From mm. headlines? Yeah. I don't think that's, that's his even... most iconic. I would say his, 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 uh, first name greatest, last name ever, yeah, or, ever. No, yeah, yeah. Did I, I, did I do that in the right order this time? Oh. I think so, yeah. 
Does that make sense? Greatest ever. First name greatest, last name ever. Yeah, I feel like that's more iconic. That than... was is that that's from Forever, right? Yeah, it's from Forever. Yeah. Uh, Prodigy oh, at sixty four. Oh, Kanye again at sixty five. Close your eyes and imagine. That's not even a. That's Amazon. not what I call iconic. I don't even know I'm that Sierra song. Leone. That's what. What is that song even? That's what a is popular it? Song. Diamonds from Sierra Leone. Oh yeah, that was off of the. Was that the second album? Yeah, late registration, yeah, late but like iconic. Yeah. Does it deserve? Who is Milton? It was a single. It was a single off there, but I would. I would not put that as an iconic opening. Uh, sixty-seven is Everlast. Why did they put Everlast? <laughs> I don't know. I don't fucking know, man. I did a show with oh. Everlast, and he sat down the whole time. Of pain, jump around. Jay Z made sixty-eight again. Uh, what can I get a? Yeah, I would think that would be before one of his other ones. Uh, can <laughs> I, the what was it? The um, whatever it was. Allow me to reintroduce myself. Yeah, the publisher. Oh. Number 69 is 50 Cent. Where are we at? <laughs> 69, uh, 50 from Hate It or Love It. It says, coming up, I was confused. My mama kissing a girl. I don't remember that line. That's hilarious, actually. I remember it, but I, I couldn't. If I was, I was thinking of that song, but I couldn't remember the opening line. But now that you said it, I remember it. This is, uh. I was confused, my mama kissing a girl. 71 is Juvenile. <laughs> Which one was song? <laughs> From Ha. It says, that's uh-huh. that's what you that's you with that badass bins, huh? That's you that can't keep your old lady because she keep fucking your friends, huh? Huh. I <laughs> love that song. I know, yeah. right? <laughs> Dang Star is 73. It's only at the top and whatever you do. In a moment of truth. Yeah, Guru. Yeah. And see, why is this Jadakus line? Why are they saying it's iconic? It's not. Jadakus has a lot better lines. Fuck the frail shit. Yeah. When my coat comes in. Oh. They gotta use those scales that they weighed the whales with. Uh, Kanye, stronger. Uh, I guess. But... It had not iconic though. Uh, then we got Big Boy from AT Aliens at 76, uh, Nas at 77. They don't have much Tupac on here. Freeway, 78. The Fresh Prince, (laughs) 79. This list is whack. This, oh, 10, ten Crack Commandments finally made it in 81. Yeah. What the okay. heck? That should have been way higher than 81. Mm-hmm. Uh, LL Cool J. Aca- they should have had Akinelli with the, oh, yes, you will. Or the, what is it? Was it the, oh, yes, you will be licking my dick tonight. I know I never fucking won't. <laughs> You know uh, that song? Here's a uh, uh, no. Put it in your mouth. I heard that one. <laughs> uh, 
They got Method Man 84. Uh, from which song? Oh, Rock Water. MF Doom at 85. Living off borrowed time. The clock ticks faster. Off accordion. Raekwon 86 from Cream. Nas from Illmatic. The world is yours. Which is it, the the uh, cream? Is that the one? What was? What's the song that said I grew up a fucking screw up? That's Biggie, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, this one was I grew on up there. on the crime side, the New York Times. Nah, the side. New York Times side. Yeah, yeah. I knew it was I grew up, but I was thinking of the Biggie one. But uh, here's not, another Biggie, Biggie one. On there. This one's from Party and Bullshit. I was a terror since the public school era. Hmm. Mm. It's 93 to Oh no Don't know who that is Chuck D You know Chuck what D There should be there's a, there's Victory a Here we go song. Victory's yeah, number 92 <laughs> Number um, 92 There's a Tupac song There's a Tupac song And I forget what song it is But he starts off He says They say pussy is Poetry power and pistols That should be an opening line Thug Motivation by Young Jeezy in 94. That should, he should have had some songs higher up too, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fife Dog, 8 Million Stories at oh. 95. 6 Million Ways to Die, Choose One. What the that fuck? Song. They put, pu- they put Pusha T. At <laughs> 96. At 96, he should clips a lot of clips songs could have been. Clips was too. clips was dope, man. I I miss the clips uh, era when they were doing stuff uh, together. Scarface at number 98. Virginia's a classic. Virginia should ghetto be ghetto boys should have uh, mind playing tricks on me should be on there. I'm at 99. The, I think it was in the top 50. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, Ghostface at 99 and 50 Cent at 100. I don't even Which know. Song? And it, it's from a mix. It's not an opening line. There's no way. Is it the How to Rob? It's Don't Think I Won't Hit You Because I'm Popular. I, I got, got a P90 Ruger, Ruger to pop at you. Until I collapse freestyle. No mercy. That's no a, that shouldn't even count. It's not an official <laughs> song. This is a terrible list. It really is. Yeah. Um, they did the the rap groups list. Um, I didn't follow it one hundred percent. I know Outcast was number one though. I'm not. I'm yeah. not gonna. I'm not gonna argue with that. So it was a different uh, rap group. <clears throat> I'm sure N.W.A. Um, Wu Tang, all that. They were probably like top does. top five, top ten. So I'm yeah. probably not going to argue with that too much. I'm surprised NWA. Slum Village didn't make it up there. What is the top? What, do we are we going over that, or do we have other topics? Um, I don't. Is yeah. it a complex list? I posted it somewhere well. not too long ago. Let me uh, cause I don't, I don't know if I saved it on my 50, phone. Let me look. Fifty best gra- the fifty best rap groups is Billboard, yeah. Uh, possibly. I'm looking at a Billboard. Oh yeah, Billboard. well if you see it, then yeah, 
So, uh, is this the oh. one that starts with uh, number 50 is MOP? Probably. Number 49 is mm. uh, Black Star. Yeah, I'll just go by what y'all are saying because I can't find 48 it. 48 is City Girls? What the hell? <laughs> yeah, that's City the girls. list. That's it. That's it. Oh, seven is Ray Schrimmer. 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 Uh, 46, 46 is Yin Yang Twins. I did a show with them. Oh, did you? Okay, I can see the list now. Pete Rock and Steel Smooth at 45. What? Crisscross at 44. <laughs> Kid and Play at 43. Heavy D and the Boys at 42. Little Brother at 41. Out at of 40. the bottom from the 41 to 50. I really feel like yeah. the world could have lived on without six of them. I think there's only four of them that gave us something that we that that hip hop yeah. wouldn't be the same with without and right. the rest of them were 40, just yeah. 40 I think Arkin said but 40 is Onyx. Yep. Uh 39 Slum Village. Yep. We're getting somewhere now. I'm 38. This is funny but it's I it's I I wouldn't I wouldn't discredit what they did, I guess. Uh, big timers. But would you put big timers like on the list on over the list. over? I no. wouldn't even put them over MOP, which was well, number fifty. Not just that, but like, uh, would you out of the whole Cash Money? I would put the Hot Boys up there before I put big timers. I well, think. well, they might they might be later on. That's true. I didn't look. Uh, thirty-seven 30. is Eight Ball and MJG. Okay. Go ahead, Arkin. Thirty-six. Hieroglyphics. Okay. Mm, they're dope. Oh, Far Side. 35, the Far Side. Far Side was sick. I did uh -huh. show with them, too. Brand Newbie in at 34. Uh-huh. Goody Mob uh, at 33. Yep. Uh, two Live Crew, 32. They, I like Two Live Crew. I don't think that they were the best group ever but like they definitely added they definitely added to a style and genre of of hip-hop uh yeah. boogie down productions at 31 clips, mm, at 30. clips is 30 i think clips could be higher up yeah ink star at 29 mm. ghetto boys should be higher too it's at 28 yeah well we'll see what they got Jazzy Jeff and Fresh Prince at twenty seven. I get that. They that's a big. They got the first Grammy too. Great. And they didn't. Uh, they didn't accept it on TV. I don't think because they were. Uh, well, I don't. I don't even know if they accepted it. Did they? Because they weren't uh, televising it. Because it was hip hop. Oh, so they stood in solidarity with the with the other with the rest of hip hop and didn't accept it. Um, EPMD at twenty six. There you go. Hot Boys twenty five. Oh, okay, that that now it makes sense. Diplomats at twenty four. Damn, no, no nobody and no limit made it. Not yet. Sugar Hill Gang at twenty three. If they didn't make it now, they ain't gonna make it. Uh, the Locks at twenty two. See what they got. Bone Thugs is twenty one. I feel like that could be they that could be, be higher. Top fifteen. Oh, and UGK beat out Bone Thugs. I'm mad about that. Some people are happy. I bet Arkin is happy about that. 
Why? I don't know. You like EGK. That means that means that three six is gonna be above them too. G unit at nineteen. Three six is eighteen. I, I like both those more than three six, but that's okay. Cypress Hill. Seventeen. I, I'm not mad at Cypress Hill. BC Boys at sixteen. Naughty by, by nature. nature 15. Do they really belong Fugees. at fifteen? Fuji's at fourteen. Mob Deep at thirteen. Do y'all have the Flash? Do y'all have the top ten? We're getting there. Oh, okay. Grandmaster oh, Flash 11. and the Furious Five. Who? Oh, Migos. Oh, Migos. Migos should not be at eleven. <laughs> they shouldn't. They, they, they influence a ton of modern. Rap. The fact that they're even they on they the top influence... fifty is more than enough. They got influenced by Bone Thugs, though. Shut up. Get out of here. The Roots at number 10. I, I'm not mad at that. Roots okay. Yeah, I don't have the top uh, 10. I just have what I screenshot. Okay, so top 10. Roots, 10. De La Soul, number 9. Salt and Pepper at number 8. Really? Really? Okay, I guess. At 8? Eric B. and Rock. At 8. Eric B. and Rock Cam at number 7. Okay, I can, I can see that. Public Enemy at number 6. Run DMC, number 5. Okay, that Drive one. Called Quest. Okay. Is four. NWA three. Wu Tang is number two, and number one is Outcast. I mean, the, the top ten's okay, except I wouldn't put Salt and Pepper. I wouldn't put Salt and Pepper in the top ten, and and I think it's just to have a female group there, and it's mm -hmm. it's okay if they don't belong there. All I'm saying, like, I'm, I'm uh, always an advocate for putting women, yeah, giving them their props, but, like, <clears throat> out of all, everybody on that list, they didn't belong in the top ten. Mm-mm, mm-mm. But have that's... We, have we exhausted topics? Pretty much, unless you have something new. Nah. Not really. I have a song, but we don't need to listen to it. It's a, um, it's a uh, Agalaw made a beat, and then it's like five of us from the, um, from the thing on Sway over it. Oh, that's awesome. So that's that's it. Yeah. <clears throat> it's all right. So you guys were able to uh, all put a track together within the last couple of weeks. That's that's cool. Mm-hmm. We put that one out, and then we have, like, four or five other ones that we're all working on. Um, uh, so I think what we're doing is we put that one out as kind of like a leak. It's not on stream or anything. It's on YouTube. Um, and then the rest of them I think we're going to put together and hold, like, until everything's done and then kind of release, like, a little mini project. Oh, but that the, would be cool. <clears throat> the main idea is to show, like, put this all together um come up with the you know the music the artwork all original beats either agala is making them there's some other guys that make beats uh from there too uh-huh um and then um you know come up with the artwork and the marketing strategy and stuff like that and then like kind of present that to as after we've done it um to like rizza and and stuff like that and just show them like hey like we can do this on our own we're motivated like we're able to yeah do shit on our own as a unit like and then hopefully that will 
incentivize him to want to do something <clears throat> more substantial with this because i know that he wants to do he said a project but you know project could mean anything from one song to an album right like it, right it's very loose right now it depends on what they decide to do um but yeah so we're trying to just i guess provide more faith like that they will have to do less uh to get us to work right and it's just more of a uh you know promotional and backing thing like if because my thing is like if we're gonna do like shows and stuff like that i need i need some sort of you know guarantee on money like i can't just be flying around the fucking country out of pocket like i i don't live that kind of life i'm not single i have a family like that's not gonna work for me right but if if we put something on paper and it's like even if it's at the bare minimum it's like you know management will take care of the tour costs and your you know your room and board and travel and shit like that and then whatever you make from it you make okay fine you know i have i've fortunate enough i'm in a job that has pto and i can get paid and stuff for being off for a couple weeks um so it's not like i'm out money there but i I can't come out of pocket to be like yeah let me fly around and yeah like nah and buy on to a tour and you know shit like that like nah i'm not doing that gotcha it's understandable too i mean it, Mm -hmm. it makes sense too um and then also it's like a good thing that like you said it's um Showing them that that you guys can work together without being told what to do, like you have the incentive mm-hmm. to do it yourself. Yeah, and we're connecting with each other. It's not like we're just like sitting here after it's done and going, oh, you know, we're waiting around. Yeah. So, but <clears throat> the other cool thing is that Agala, because he's been in the game for so long, he's got a lot of connections with DJs on like, shade, uh, you know, Shade Forty Five or just Sirius XM in general. And so he said that he's going to, because he's on a lot of, he's going to be on most of these tracks anyways, he's going to push them um, to his people and stuff like that to try and get us radio play and shit like that. Awesome. So that'll be cool too. So we'll see, we'll see what happens. I'm not like banking on it, but I definitely have a, a lot to record. I have a studio session booked um, this coming Saturday. I have uh I have a song that I'm doing for my project over a Gons beat that's pretty dope. I'm doing... Have you seen those guys that... Um, it's on Facebook and stuff. They put out a couple contests. They're from Canada. Um, it's called Breaking Records or whatever. Um, but they sure. have... Uh, <clears throat> this one guy, Maloney, asked me to get on a, a cypher track with him. And I guess like a bunch... I can't remember everyone, but it's over a classified beat. Um and like a a custom classified beat that he gave to him and it's a bunch of canadian uh dudes that have bigger names up in canada some in the battle circuit and stuff like that Uh um if i could if i could remember them i know that you would know some of the names because when he was like listing them off for me i was like oh i know that guy i know that guy Uh, not like huge or anything but you know uh, enough to where i know that when we put this out it'll help generate some something right um uh, and then I'm doing some verses for those guys from Sway and some other, but I've just been, <clears throat> ever since I came back from there, I've been writing a lot more. So. That's good. Mm-hmm. 
Awesome. But I'll uh here I'll post the the link to that song. You don't got to play it right now or anything, but I'll post it and you guys can check it out whenever you feel like checking it out. Yeah. Uh, let me find it. Maybe we'll do a a, a new music night next week. Yeah. Where we? Because I know MCD had dropped something new. I haven't got to listen to it yet, too. Yeah, his song his song is dope. It's actually um when you listen to it, be ready for um the feels. It's about his uh dad that passed away. Yeah, I I, I had started to play it and I was like oh yeah I'm not <laughs> I was at work mm-hmm. I was like I can't listen to it here I'm sorry mm-hmm. but it's good it's good I enjoyed it um so and he's putting together um something in the woods three right now too yeah I've seen that <clears throat> he's uh his artwork and shit for it yeah and he said the next thing he's gonna do is the upside down too awesome so yeah, I'm not. I don't think I'm gonna be on something in the woods three. He had sent me something. I don't know if it was for that or upside down two, but I haven't gotten to it yet. So I I know I'm not on it. He shared the track list. I'm like, yeah, I'm not mad about it. I have not had a chance to write to it yet. So we'll figure something out. But but yeah, um, but I know Burna has new music, but he's not like sharing it. This is true. Um, I know uh, Burner's going through some shit right now, so maybe when he's able to process and sort through what he's going through, um, maybe yeah. he'll feel more comfortable sharing. Is that is that why he's not here tonight? Because I saw that he said something about like he's still somewhere and he'll be he's going to try and make it. Well, he said he was at a kinsey tonight, so I don't oh, okay. think that has to do with the the overall situation that's that's been okay. going on i don't want to say too much because i don't know what he said to anybody no no else, yeah so. for sure for sure i i i know nothing so yeah better better off not saying anything gotcha um i, yeah, I mean I, when, I can... i'm sure when he's comfortable with yeah the situation going on like he'll he'll uh drop the music oh. sure is that what the music is about is all that whatever's going on I honestly don't know. I haven't heard it myself. I'm I'm sure it probably is if if he's anything like anyone else who's an yeah, artist. Yeah, sure most most people, you know, they they're yeah. able to release more emotion mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. My internet cut out. What are we mm. What are we discussing? Oh, we're we're uh, gonna maybe do a music week next week. Um, Moose did. <clears throat> a track with some of the winners from the Wu-Tang contest and we're estimating when Burna might share some new music oh, yeah nice. I don't know if Vaughn has anything new but I know he's always working on stuff I don't know what this he's got it's true I haven't heard from him in weeks yeah or Dabble but I know that Dabble is around somewhere yeah, I don't not. know. If, is he still like actively? Dabble's so weird because he's like, not active in here, but I, I know he's in contact with Vaughn. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know if he like makes music constantly or not, but I know like when it's like music time, like he's like the fastest person I've ever met. Yes. Like, he's just like, yeah, let me turn around something. Right <laughs> I swear now, to God, like, in, in you can, especially if it's a diss. But I mean, like, he'll mm-hmm. get you back on a on a collab too. But like, you diss him by mm-hmm. two o'clock, you're you're fixing to get you're gonna get wrecked by four o'clock for sure. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, he's fast. I, I don't... There was a time where I could be fast like that, but, like, I don't write the way that I used to, like, as, as often. I'm starting to now, but, like, it... I don't know. I'm sure that you, you know, like if you take some time off from doing it, like it takes a second to get back into that mindset and to get the, the juices really flowing quickly. Like when I don't write for a while, like the first thing that I sit down to write, like I'll write like four bars and then like take a break and come back to it the next day. And then eventually you get to the point where it's just like, you start cranking shit, cranking shit out quickly, which is funny because when I did that Wu Tang thing, the, um, the actual like open verse contest thing like i wrote it while i was at work like as fast as anything i've ever written and just like kind of came out so i don't know what the fuck happened there but but i said i've been sitting on songs like recently like like that last song i did over the gons beat like it took me a while to do that um i wrote like the first verse and then sat on it for a while and then wrote the second verse and then wrote the third verse and mm-hmm. gotcha Ark, can you still here yeah oh okay let's make sure um has I... anyone been oh go ahead rude go ahead oh, i was gonna ask was he working on a project oh, oh yeah yes i have the 18 track project almost completely finished up I, I know I know you hadn't give us anything new for a while, so I figured you was like stockpiling everything. <sighs> we could do um if you have it when you have it ready, we could do like a, a an Arkin night and just listen yeah, to the like a listening party. Yeah. I think the last one we did for that like I know we've had like nights where Arkin you had like a little like a small project we listened to, but I think the last like full listening party we did wasn't that like MCDs like Corona Violence or something. Uh, it was either that or um, Burn and Vaughn's oh. Declaration. Oh, it was War. Burn and Vaughn's. You're right. That that's right. We did do that one. But that was still like, was that a year ago? Two years ago? Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we could do that. You have um. I thought. Because you said you were working on a project too, right? I I am. Um, you've heard most of the songs on it so far. Uh, I think the rest of them, I'm going to not... So I've released two of them. One of them I haven't. And then I'm working on a new one right now. And then I think the rest of the project I'm not going to release until it's all done and I'll release it together. So, But I usually end up sharing it with you guys anyways, even if I don't release it. But we can always, uh, when it's done, we can always circle back and hear it in its entirety, in the order and final mixes and shit like that. Yeah, that'd be cool. I do have a old um, uh, cipher verse that I, it's a whole cipher. It was supposed to be on one of my albums and I never put it out <clears throat> because it just didn't um, fit with the rest of the album, I didn't feel like um style wise but um i'm gonna re-record my verse for it um i've kind of tweaked a couple parts and it sounds way better and then it's um basically like a fraternity cypher so it's got me sleep um xavier medina who used to be sleeps on like uh rr and stuff 
Uh, and then this guy, Frank Knight, and it's over at Gons Beat. It's pretty sick. Nice. So when that's done, I'll share that. I'm not sure if I'm going to put it on the new project with Gons or if I'm just going to like release it as a its own random thing. But I was listening to it today. Um, it's still dope. Like the other verses on it are still sick. So, and I have all. I just today found because um, I was looking through old hard drives because I was like, I want to get it like. I don't want to just like re-record my verse and throw it in the open spot. Um, but I found all of the vocal files for everybody, so I'll actually be able to like get it mixed and shit. That'll be dope. Yeah, we can uh, we can definitely listen to it once it's all finished up and everything. Yeah, I don't know when that's gonna be, but <clears throat> but yeah, I'll let you guys know for sure. Um. Yeah. Have you guys been watching the, uh, what is it, uh, Dead City, The Walking Dead, Dead City? With I watched Nina the first Maggie? episode of that, and I watched the first one of Secret Invasion, but I haven't watched mm. any further in either one. I did finish third I'm season of Godfather board. of Harlem. Oh. I've not I haven't watched any of that. Either of those. <clears throat> yeah. I will say that... Dead City is is kind of a slow burn. I think Berna was talking about that. Um, Secret Invasion is getting good. But it's the first few episodes are kind of like there's stuff that happens, but it's kind of slow. But it's um, it's going to ramp up pretty quickly. It's got to because it's almost done. There's not that many episodes. Um, <clears throat> What else did I watch? Oh, you know what I started watching? That's pretty good. Um, it's only like five episodes, I think, so far. I don't know how many it's going to be. Is uh, It's on HBO, or I guess it's just called Max now. It's called The Idol. And it's I've with um, it. Johnny Johnny Depp's daughter plays the main female lead. And The Weeknd is, is the main, like one of the main male leads. What's it about? Uh, it's about, so she plays... A character who's it's about the music industry and she's kind of like a britney spears type character and he is a like up-and-coming um like music producer and stuff but like there's this whole like you can tell like he's using her for something bigger uh-huh. um because he he has somebody else that he's with um some other chick that's like sneaking in as she because she her mother died she had like a breakdown and everything like that and so like her shit is kind of falling apart and he's like mentally fucking her Uh and physically but like mentally like (laughs) controlling her right and some people who are close to her like are worried about it but like he it's they're not able to like stop him it's it's kind of crazy um but it's it has to do with it's kind of like a a parallel for like what the music industry and Hollywood and shit like that is like for for people. Nice. Mhm. I'll have to check it out. What are they streaming it on? Max. It's called Max now. It's basically HBO Max. But it's there's no HBO Max anymore. It's just Max. Oh. But I'm it's I'm sure it's on the site. as well but it's pretty good it's pretty good it's definitely like graphic 
I will say that. <clears throat> um, but that's a good show. I'd recommend it uh, if you have time to watch. I've Each episode's probably like an hour. I'll say I've been seeing it pop up. Yeah. I haven't watched. Have you guys watched uh, Succession? I've never watched it, but I've heard that like it's good. It's been getting awards and shit. I heard it's good too, but I haven't seen it. No. There was a new Batman animated movie uh, that came out. But what was it called? Uh, it's on Max too. Let me see. Um, it's like an Elseworlds movie. Um, it has to do with, uh, what is it, like, um, oh, or what do they call it, like an Orwellian monster? Uh-huh. The, the doom to... that came to Gotham? That's one. Yep. Yeah. So, I started watching it, and then I stopped and started watching The Idol. Um, it looked good, though, but I just was not in the mindset for it. I started it, and I was like, mm, this is not what I want to watch right now. Yeah, that's happened with a couple of shows that I I just got to revisit later because mm-hmm. I just didn't have the mental mm-hmm. motivation to watch. Mm-hmm. There's that on Disney Plus. I don't know if it's been out already. It's not the the new X Men hasn't come out yet, but they have that X Men Legacy or something. I, I haven't seen that the animated. I don't think I've seen uh, that either. I just saw it today when I was scrolling through Disney, but I haven't watched it. But I don't see it now. There's that's the original '90s X-Men, and then they're you know they're coming out with that X-Men '97 or whatever it's called. Yeah. But that's not out yet. 